Welcome to Canada's podcast. Hi everyone, I'm Phil Bliss, founder of Canada's podcast. Today, coming to you from Toronto, and we're going to meet Conrad Rosella. Um, Conrad was very excited when he first saw the Intel Extreme Masters professional gaming competition in Poland. It was a serious sporting event, a packed stadium, tens of thousands of esports fans. And after a successful career in the CFL, he felt at home. After four years in the CFL playing cornerback at the BC Lions, Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and Montreal Alouettes, Conrad focused on e-gaming. So he came up with a big idea for this sector, which has grown into a successful public company on the TSX. ESE Entertainment is a media and technology company focused on providing anything a gaming studio would need to promote, enhance, and sell games to the world. Since 2019, the company has grown from its core group of friends to 150 employees worldwide. So let's talk to Conrad and find out how he got there. So Conrad, welcome to Canada's podcast. First, for me to have a, an ex-CFL player on, which is cool, you know. <laughs> uh, so before we get too deep into our, in, into our conversation, uh, tell us a bit about yourself, you know, uh, what you've done, what you're doing now, and, uh, you know, how you got here. Uh, not flying in, but, you know, the, 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 at least the entrepreneurial journey. Uh, and the personal journey, because it's really interesting, the personal journey as well. Well, first and foremost, thanks for having me on. Uh, excited to be on and to share the story. Uh, maybe I'll just start uh, with a little bit of the personal side and kind of build up to where we are now. Um, uh, I'm very proud to be Polish. So I come from an immigrant family um, with two brothers and a sister. So a big family who immigrated from Poland. Um, the work ethic was instilled very early uh, in my life. For my family, we really had nothing, uh, and we fought for everything we had from day one. Uh, that work ethic really made me the athlete that I was. So I got into sports at a very young age, fell in love with football. Uh, that led to a full-ride scholarship to the University of British Columbia. Uh, and then from there, uh, I was lucky enough to fulfill my lifelong dream of becoming a professional football player uh, in the Canadian Football League where I played for more than four years on three different teams. So uh, that was kind of my journey of sports. Uh, I was obsessed with sports, but I always had a knack for business. Um, growing up with limited resources, I felt like we, my entire family is always very entrepreneurial. Uh, we were really good with money and saving money and pursuing uh, new opportunities. Uh, and, you know, yeah, I really got sideswiped by the gaming industry. Um, when I was looking for new opportunities in Europe, uh, investment opportunities, uh, I started hearing a lot about esports. And I was going, I got to see this for myself. You know, everyone was saying that they got packed stadiums and millions and millions of users said, okay, I'm more of a see it to believe it type guy. So I went to the largest esports event uh, in the world. Uh, called IEM Katowice in Poland. Uh, Intel 
sponsored this event for a hundred million dollars. So I was like, I was like, wait a minute, I got to go. How much money is that? (laughs) (laughs) So I walk into the stadium uh, and there's, it's packed 50,000 people. The players are on billboards. And I just, it was like a light bulb moment. I said, okay, I got to really dive into this more. And, and once I really saw the parallels between traditional sports and esports, uh, is when I really saw that light bulb moment. And I said, this is an opportunity I have to pursue. Uh, so that's kind of how it all started. Um, but the, the irony is, it started like every startup, there's three guys in a room. Um, and fast forward to now, we have, you know, 100 plus employees and, and we're on a path to doing 65 plus million in revenue. So. It's it's a a fantastic success story. And I'm I'm interested, you know, you're running an international business from Canada. Um, Why here? What are the benefits of staying here and doing business in Canada? Yeah, so currently our largest office is actually in Montreal, Canada. We have a 40-plus tech team uh, in Montreal. The benefits are... Toronto, uh, sorry, Vancouver and Montreal, one of the two largest gaming hubs in the world as it pertains to gaming developers. So companies like Electronic Arts, Ubisoft, groups that are, you know, 10, 20 billion dollar companies are based out of those provinces. You know, there's a lot of advent, you know, advantageous tax benefits from the government. They've really supported tech in Montreal. They've supported gaming in a major way in Montreal. Uh, so we anticipate actually expanding that office in Montreal. Uh, the co- country's been very supportive. The province has been very supportive. Uh, so it's been really good uh, to have, you know, Canada as our hub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess in Montreal, you've got a lot of at least bilingual people there, which is great if you're doing business in Europe, I, I, I would imagine. Yeah, that's a, you picked up on a very key point. So it also gives us access to France as one of the largest gaming markets in Europe. So, you know, that always helps as well. What, what do you like most about being an entrepreneur? I mean, you know, I guess football is a kind of entrepreneur as, yeah. as well. But you've got yourself into that mode. Uh, you didn't leave football and then go get a job, which I'm sure you could have. I mean, what do you you like most about being an entrepreneur? It it fits my personality. There's no ceiling, right? Just like in sports, every day you wake up, every minute of the day, you could get better. You know, if I want to scale this company to 10 billion or 100 billion, there's no ceiling. I could go and do that. Will I get there? I don't know. But at least I have the opportunity to have this infinite opportunity to pursue, you know, whatever I want, new technologies, entering into new countries and regions. It's so exciting. It's so dynamic. Uh, I think the parallel to sports uh, is the best example. I mean, you could always improve and always have that constant push and competitiveness uh, internally as well. Well, what do you, I mean, let's, let's sort of move on to your business. I mean, what are you most excited about in the e-gaming business? today i mean what's what's going on in it because you know not all of us are e-gamers so it might be yeah (laughs) yeah i mean as you're probably getting to hear from me directly is that 
I'm really excited about traditional sports. I'm, I, I'm really excited about esports. But I think the biggest opportunity is now the crossover, right? So gaming's crossing over into entertainment by and large and into sports. So you see, you know, Formula One with sim racing. You see the crossover with the NBA and all the soccer clubs with the sports. Uh, you're really seeing this crossover across all entertainment, including music as well. And I feel like gaming and esports is like a melting pot of all new live streaming, music, traditional sports, all kind of sitting in a one hub. And that's where everyone kind of plays uh, and does everything at once versus seeking it in several different avenues. I mean, well, I mean, you know, e-games, I mean, I, I think I built my first virtual casino about 20 plus years ago. E-games is, is, you know, always sort of the Web3, the meta thing. Where, where, where is it with, you know, on, on that front? We've got a lot of tech listeners, so I'm just interested. To, you, you must be involved in that a little bit, I would think. Oh, absolutely. One of our biggest customers is Roblox, right? It's one of yeah. the largest metaverse platforms in the world. Mm -hmm. uh, we help them drive users to their platform. But that's exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, gaming is at the forefront of all these new technologies, whether you want to talk about the metaverse, VR, AR, um, all these new exciting technologies. It really stems from gaming, and it's going to be built off of those gaming platforms. So let's move away from from the the gaming side and just talk generally. You know, what would you say is the greatest challenge you faced? You know, growing this business today, and how did you overcome it, or have you overcome it? Maybe you haven't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I I think it's more of the macro landscape of what's happening in the world. You know, we were hit with COVID, uh, which ironically helped our business, but the global sentiment during COVID was challenging in the, from the perspective of how do you stay motivated? Um, you know, a lot of people had fear of whether they could withstand, you know, such large shutdowns, uh, the economy kind of taking a hit. But, you know, these are the kind of challenges that you don't prepare for. But like I said, the irony is we came out even stronger and we had more people gaming. So it was actually a huge benefit for us. Mm -hmm. um, and you see even now, right, there's other macro elements you cannot control. For example, there's a war happening um, in Europe. You know, it really goes back to what I said before is controlling your own destiny, controlling what you can control versus mm -hmm. focusing on the macro. Uh, and that's something I did as an athlete. And I really believe in as an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. focus and stay in your lane and execute on what you're doing and you'll have tremendous success. If you allow macro noise uh, to seep into your life, um, it's going to suck you in and it's a black hole. That's, that's, that's really good advice, actually. That's, that's absolutely true. You know. What's some things that you, you know, that you wouldn't have done had you known? You know, you're saying, you know, I get the focus side of it and focus and execute and stay in your lane. And that, that, that's absolutely great, great advice. But, you know, 
what's just think about some things that oh shouldn't have done that. Can, can you pass on that anything that that you le- you've learned in the last little while? Yeah, I think you learn a lot. Um, I think the biggest um, kind of piece of advice I could give to future you know entrepreneurs or CEOs of companies is taking your time specifically to the people that you're working with. People drive the company. You want to find like-minded people and surround yourself with great people. Why? You'll always figure it out. You'll always make it work with the right people. Um, you know, Involving people that don't have the same mindset or the same drive as you uh, could pull you back in some circumstances. Uh, I've been blessed. The company has been blessed to have tremendous people, but I think I've picked those people on purpose, but I would say taking even more time to evaluate and picking the right people. Yes. That's that people are so darn important. I, 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 I agree. You know, mentorship is another thing that's, that I think is really important. Um, I always ask this question because I get some interesting answers. You know, what's the best piece of advice that you've received from from a mentor? It could be a dad, could be could be you know that that you kind of it's always there. You know, it's something that that you it's one of those gems that you just carry around with you, kind of thing. Uh, you got any thoughts on that? Oh, I I love mentorship. You know. I've had the pleasure of having some of the best coaches uh, in CFL history. Uh, I've been around a lot of great coaches and business people. Uh, but I, th- I think the, the best advice is kind of going back to what I said is really focusing on what you control and making the best version of yourself uh, and not creating limitations for yourself. Right. So I think, uh, the more successful business people I'm around and the more advice I get from really high performers, uh, the high performers, they just don't have a ceiling. They don't have any limitations, barriers, or walls. Uh, it's just infinite for them. So really focusing on, you know, one of my mentors says is kind of being in a different horizon uh, than other people. So you're constantly brainstorming and letting your brain breathe and bring in new ideas uh, at a very high level. Uh, and then bringing that back down to, like I said, with that hyper focus. So you have those two elements, right? You work harder than everyone and you're focused, but always give yourself that time to really get into that next level, uh, that big horizon, big blue sky uh, mindset. Are you a morning or a night person? Uh, definitely a morning. <laughs> I'm in bed early. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how you, it's about 80 20 in, in terms yeah. of the entrepreneurial people. They, they do tend to get up early. It's, it's, it's kind of interesting. Um, and I, I'm, I'm excited in the morning too, <laughs> which, which agitates people sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i know i know what you mean yeah i, I get up and i'm like that awake yeah you know gone switches on i'm on kind of thing you know if you had to pick one word to describe yourself what would it be and why 
Well, that's a great one. You caught me off guard a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I would say two, if I could use two, but I I feel like relentless is one. Um, I believe in myself so much. I'm just relentless. If I, if I have a passion, it's relentless. but also optimism is another mm-hmm. word. Um, I am infinitely optimistic. I think it's very important uh, to work your tail off and to work hard, but without optimism and the dream, uh, you will not reach that next level uh, and you will not maximize your capabilities. So. What's keeping you up at night? at the moment if anything maybe you're totally cool and you're gone kind of thing yeah i mean it's really interesting people ask me this question a lot i have to be genuinely honest not a lot (laughs) like i said i'm extremely optimistic i write down uh, all my concerns before i go to bed and when i go to bed i'm excited to wake up uh, I'm very blessed. The company is doing very well. I'm healthy. My family's healthy. Uh, I'm in a very blessed position. Uh, mm-hmm. And I go to bed with a smile on my face and I wake up with a smile on my face. Nice. Nice. That's, that's, that's really good. So what, what, what book, podcast, ebook, uh, audio book, whatever, uh, you know, are you, are you currently reading or has made a, a lasting impression on you? Yeah, you know, not to be super basic for autobiographies. Uh, I love just reading about, you know, other entrepreneurs uh, and, you know, other athletes and coaches. Because I feel like it's just that really authentic story. And I really get to see the parallels between all of these different entrepreneurs and the correlation. When you read all the stories, you really see that they're all very similar. They just have a little different spice, mm-hmm. but the personalities are typically the same. You know, they have the same approach to life. They're very positive and optimistic. Um, they have that relentless work ethic. So yeah, I'm a sucker for autobiographies. I read a lot of them uh, and that's what really engages me the most. Okay. All right. You know, it's, it's been, I can't believe it. We're, we're, already 25 minutes in and it's like where'd it go where'd it go yeah like, i really like to run past 25 minutes so uh how can people get a hold of you conrad if they you know if they've listened to this sometimes you know they want to connect um how can they get a hold of you i think the two best ways um in the business world just jumping on linkedin uh finding me on linkedin i'm very accessible there and then if you're interested about the actual company uh, which i hope everybody is <laughs> uh, go to our website, uh, esegaming.com. Uh, and if you're an investor or you want to be a, a shareholder of the company, um, our ticker on the Toronto Venture Exchange is ese.v. Uh, so everything's on the website. Go check it out. And if you want to chat personally, just go to LinkedIn and find me. Okay. Conrad, been great. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, you know. 
it's it's an interesting story for sure. It's a pleasure, Philip. Thank you so much.